Hi, I'm B. Allen, a.k.a. podcast host, a.k.a. comedian, and informer of things you may or may not know. I'm a heathen, and sometimes say things you may or may not agree with. I don't care. Hi, I'm Jay Jamal, minister, comedian, and podcast host. The opinions of this podcast are for entertainment only. Please pray for the pod, and may God help us all. It's a free country, and this pod costs you nothing for now. Keep listening, and soon you'll be paying for this ridiculousness. Until then, don't cancel us, and enjoy, enjoy the, the scheduled, scheduled program. Mic check. Ah, mic check. Ah, mic check. One, two, one, two. I gotta find my headphones. How are your weekend? What you been doing this weekend, man? Anything? Man, my weekend was busy. Busy. Mine was, it was supposed to be busy. Where's that echo coming from? Was it always like that? I think it's just the volume maybe up. <clears throat> maybe. Maybe, I don't know. That's a little bit better. Uh, yeah, my, my weekend was supposed to be full. Full of uh, all kinds of exciting things. Uh, yeah. So we had the um, Phoebus. We had the Phoebus football game. Yeah. How was that for the championship? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I didn't go because it's the same day as Simone's recital. Simone had a yeah. recital. So we, uh, I watched the football game on the phone. Right. Um, cost me twelve dollars to watch a blowout. But, I mean, a win is a win, you know. I, I'll take it for the home team. Yeah. But I just, I enjoy watching competitive games, man. I, I, I'm i not one of these, like, oh, yeah, blow them out. Unless it's the 49ers. For some reason, when it's the 49ers, <laughs> I want them to kill everybody. You know what I'm saying? Run, run it up. But everywhere else, if it's not my team, I want to see a good game. What was the score? Uh, I believe the final score was 42 to 7 or something like that. Yeah, that was a blowout. Yeah, it was a lot to a very little. <laughs> and the only time they scored is when Phoebus basically gave them the points. So, it, yeah, the points wow. they even scored were unjust. So, um, but, like I said, it was uh, I had uh, Simone's recital to go to. How was that? That was your first recital, right? Yeah, it was the it first was recital. Exciting! Man. There you go again. As a dad, <laughs> right? I call myself as a dad. I I uh, I didn't make it to her you, first recital. You didn't make it to the first. How did you not make I it? I missed my daughter's first recital. You took off from the football game, yeah, to go to the recital, yeah. And missed the recital. Yeah. How? It's okay, though. Is it? Yeah, because she missed it, too. <laughs> <laughs> she missed it, too, man. She she woke up, had, you know, bubble guts, said her stomach was hurting. Oh. You know, uh, we tried to take her to the little, little pre-practice, little pre-rehearsal, and she ended up uh, losing her lunch. And oh. they were like, yeah, take her home. <laughs> and um, yeah, they were they they told her you know it was our choice whether you know she can come back or not because she didn't have no really, fever no nothing. It wasn't your <clears throat> choice. So we went back home. She laid down, and about an hour before she was supposed to go back, 
No, I just went and asked her, you know, do you want to go? Do you want to dance? And she said, no, I don't feel like it. So that was the end of the road, man. So I missed the football game and missed the recital. You got a four-year-old out here making grown grown woman decisions? Five. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, five. There you go. I'm sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you want to go to work? No. Well... <laughs> 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 you gotta be sensitive to everyone's needs. She needed the mental health day. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was not a mental health day. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's that. You stay at home because you got COVID health day. That's, <laughs> that's what that pretty is. much. But it, it was legit. It was legit because she was sick the whole day, and the next day into the morning, which was this morning. You know, she still had a little, little. Uh, Little intestinal issues. Okay, right. we'll just call it that. Yeah, you know. But uh, she's over it now. But um, it's a little too late for the recital. Yeah, well, I mean, you can put one on at the house. So she puts one on every day. <laughs> every day, we don't miss those recitals. I, I wanted to see the the organized one. You know, <laughs> see where all our hard earned money is going to. Going to her staying at home. That's yeah, what it's pretty going much. To. So it's a lot of money down the drain on that, but you know it, it is what it is, man. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Y'all might need to check her, man. She might have been to the to the practice, turned around while she was doing the dance move and put her fingers in her mouth. That's very possible. She's she's known for stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. Hell, man. The daughter's wild, man. She's five. She, she's doing what five-year-olds do, I guess. That is true. I guess. That is true. That's what it is, man. Nowadays, man, you never know what these kids is getting into, going to school and stuff, coming back home with stuff. Yeah, and everybody, you know, every single year, we say the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something out there. It's, it's, Facts. It's a virus out there. Right. Something out there. Yeah, it's stomach bug. Yeah, some something going around. Yeah. It's something going in about not in so, school. Yeah. It's the same thing every single year. Yeah. There's nothing going around. What you mean? It's here. <laughs> it, it's just here. It's not going around. It doesn't come and go. It doesn't just pop out and say hello when it wants to. It's always here. It's just always here. So can we stop with that rhetoric that you you know it's something going on in them schools? It's a it's, it's a bug. It's a virus. No, it's not. It's it's just here. It's just here. Kids, it lives here. Kids are sick, <laughs> and that's what they do. They pass their sickness on to each other, and they get stronger. Yeah. In numbers. Yeah. And they, then they take us out. Right. <laughs> that's their purpose, is it not? Yeah. Their purpose is to replace us. <laughs> that's the virus's yeah. purpose. No, what? Whoa, you went too far. And that's the children's purpose. Oh, the children's purpose. The children's purpose is to take us out. Oh, take the adults out. Exactly. Oh. And then they become the adults. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now, if you think about life that way, it'll make yeah. you ponder some of the decisions you make. So then it, it, it kind of brings up the question, how are you treating your kids? Oh, man, I treat them great. Yeah. Because that... I, I, I also know what they're capable of. <laughs> In numbers. In numbers. Yeah, they're stronger in numbers. I got three of them, so, so I already know. They they probably got their own little conglomerate. Nah, I'm not going to mess with them. So they just wake up in the middle of the night and start 
Start organizing how they gonna take y'all out. I believe it. I've woken up several times in the middle of the night, and for whatever reason, all of them up. <laughs> Why are all y'all up? Oh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, what's some blueprints you putting behind your back? No, these are Simone's drawings. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she couldn't sleep, so she wanted to draw. <laughs> yeah. No, man. X snake on the kill, Dad A. <laughs> <laughs> He's on to us. Wow. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I don't trust him. So hey, I keep an eye on him. Got to, man. Keep him within range. Yeah. Arms, arms reach. Yeah, pretty much, man. But then late, later on this weekend, I had a, a close friend pass. Uh, one of our former coaches that we used to uh, coach football with on the uh, youth football level yeah. passed away. R.I.P. So, yeah, R.I.P. to Coach Stan. Um, I learned a lot of football from him, you know, like because he was the, the line coach. So he did a lot of the, you know, O-line, D-line. He did the coaching that nobody wants to coach. Right. Because everybody wants to have the skilled players. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to quarterback, and then everybody wants yeah. to call defense and stuff like that. Yeah. But he got it in at the trench level. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I commend him for that. Like I said, I learned a hell of a lot of football that I thought I knew from him. That's what's up, man. So, yeah, man, kind of ends the weekend on a somber note, but we're going we gonna to lift it back up. Yeah. <laughs> lift it back up. Lift it back up. All the way up. Hey, man, but this is the Church Parking Lot Podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, B. Allen, sitting inside my co-host. It's your boy, J. Jamal. What's up, everybody? Yo, this is uh, Season 11, Episode... Uh, what are we? 8-8. Eight, eight. Eight. Season 8 Make sure you check us out on all of our social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and our website, churchparkinglotpodcast.com, and our sole sponsor, shopnewclothes.com. Yes. Yeah, where you can get your Church Parking Lot Podcast apparel and out-of-the-box graphic t-shirt design. Yes, sir. Hey, man, but uh, this is the Church Parking Lot Podcast, and we're going to get this one started like we always do. Yeah. First segment entitled For Why. Why for? Jay Jamal, you got it this week, man. What's happening? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'm glad you brought up youth sports. Okay. I'm glad you brought up youth sports because youth sports is, you know, something that's big. Yeah. Something that's real big, and in some states, some sports are bigger than others. Way, way, way you know, bigger than others, definitely. Like you got Texas. Yes. You think of football. All the time. They All the time. That's like what out they the womb. Out the womb, they're playing football. Yeah. Like as soon as, as soon as you find out it's a boy or a girl. It doesn't matter. You buy a football. You are what you are until you're able to decide that you are something else. <laughs> but you know what you are? A football, football player. player. <laughs> <laughs> Don't matter. Absolutely, man. When mm-hmm. you think of Florida, you think of what? Baseball? And crazy. But yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Probably 50-50. 50 crazy 50. And, and baseball. Yeah. yeah you know. Mm-hmm. Cali- California. California. Uh, I guess basketball. Kind of. Kind of. They're kind of a conglomerate as well. Yeah, like you, They, they can go mix. either way. 
Yeah. You know, but there are certain states in certain places that have certain sports that they are really good at. And I remember you saying that you you never really played organized ball. Right. But you you were good enough to play. I'm good enough to play. Ball. I played a lot of rec ball. A lot of rec ball. Yeah. So, have you ever been to a a rec game or a high school game to where it was always you know, it was a rival team. Like, you always knew going to this game, it was going to be some mess start. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. You know? I remember that. Either playing or just going to the games. Yeah. Like, yeah, you had rivalry games. All the time. That. I used to love it. You should live for it, man. Absolutely. It was fun. Well, sometimes those games can get out of hand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those games can kind of take a turn for the yeah, worst. Yeah, for the worst. Especially because it, it feeds. It, it depends on a couple of things, man. It depends on the players. It depends on the coaches. Absolutely. And it depends on the referee. Oh, uh, yeah. People say that the, the crowd influences a lot. They do, but the control is really anchored in the middle of the field. Right. Because when you're there and you're playing the game and you're coaching the game, you can tune all that outside stuff yeah, out. you can. You know what I'm saying? But if you allow that to infiltrate into the game, that's when things really... Take a turn. Yeah, they take a turn. Because right. now you, we're no longer playing the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're playing the crowd and the emotion and whatever else is already going on. Right, right. Well, in this story, mm-hmm. there was a. Uh, it was pretty much the fans that controlled this game. Okay. Uh, but it wasn't the fans of the visiting team, it was the home team. Yeah, the home team. They supposed to get up under your skin. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. It, Talk trash, get you, get you rattled. That's yeah. what. That's home court advantage. That's home court advantage. But what happens when your home court advantage doesn't really have a great mixture in their population? I don't understand what you're saying. Okay, all right. Because I mean, we, we I went to an all black school. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We used to we used to talk trash to the visiting schools. Right. You know it didn't saying? matter though. We used to chant, do little stuff, right? Uh, yeah, all that. Mess right. with the ref, all that. Right, but you went to a pretty, you know, predominantly black school. Yeah, we messed with the white boys when they came through. Right, talk trash. But that's a school. Yeah. What happens when you go into a town where the population is ninety percent white? Oh, we coming to oh, we coming to ball. You coming to ball? We coming to hoop hoop. You coming to hoop hoop, yeah, right? I'm getting buckets. Yeah, ninety percent white population with zero black people. What? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess there are towns like that that exist. Yeah. Valley Center, Kansas. Right, sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> we down in the valley, sir. I don't know if I'm in a city, in a mall, in a strip. What is it called? Down. It's Valley called, Center. It's called Valley Center, Kansas. It does sound like a strip mall. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Come to the Valley Center. We have everything. <laughs> or don't. Or don't have everything. <laughs> Valley Center, Kansas has a 90% white population with zero black people. 
The town has 7,500 people, and they hosted the Topeka High School's girls and boys varsity basketball teams. Oh, Lord. Now, this crowd, this Mm. town, Mm -hmm. would not, there was no level that they would stoop to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Valley Center fans were out here calling players and spectators the N-word during the whole game. Wow. And no no punches or chairs were thrown? Uh, Nah, none. It gets worse, though. It gets worse. Not only were they throwing the N-word out, but they had threatened to lynch players during the game during the game could you imagine going up there scoring like like giving them the business and every time you took a shot and made it there was like two hangings not two points two hangings like you're you're gonna get hanged twice for every point you score that's definitely different yes that's definitely different. Yes, they I don't were. Know, man. See, but I, I uh, come on now. I probably would have got lynched. I'm telling you that right <laughs> now. Because me, the type of ball player that I am, because we're talking basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. See, I'm a trash talker, and that yeah. like that's a part of my game. It like it it propels me forward. Right. So if you put me in that situation where I've got all these people against me. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm coming at them. Oh, yeah. I'm talking trash, too. You, you got a lot of people against you now. It is what it is. Bring your pitchforks and your tiki torches, <laughs> man. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's run it up. <laughs> let's run it up. Hey, man. Valley Center uh, basketball team in Kansas. Mm-hmm. The staff and admin didn't do anything to address the issue and let the racist harassment continue what? despite being aware of what was going on. Wow. Let me tell you another thing that they did. Okay. They were on the home school side. They were passing around a black doll. Like a like a voodoo doll, like no, not like a like, baby doll, like a baby doll, and it was black, and they were passing it around, punching it, hitting it, throwing it around, all kinds of stuff. So they knew what they were doing because you don't just find a black baby right. just in the. Oh come on, right? Like somebody went and paid for this. Wow. <laughs> they claim to have spent last weekend looking into it, but according to them, they weren't able to find any evidence of racist behavior. <laughs> But there's video, there's video, okay, of the game. Wow, we gotta dig that up. <laughs> so the coach, Coach Geo Lions, shout out to Coach Geo Lions, has created a petition to ban the Valley Center High School fans from all sporting events, and they provided a link below in in this post mm-hmm. <laughs> for other people to sign. And they're looking for something more strict to be done. Also. What, to ban all fans? To ban all fans. So they're just going to play the games like on, on some COVID. Yeah. In the bubble. Yeah. Y'all can't come, but we can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all y'all got COVID. We don't. Also, the students uh, specifically involved who were caught on video should be publicly identified so that any potential colleges and universities can make full informed decisions about their enrollment and mm, scholarships. Yeah, I like that. I like that. 
This is this is what the coach Geo Lions is looking for. Stupid game to get stupid prizes. Hey, that's it, man. That's it. But I mean, as a parent, as a parent, I'm like you. I'm a trash talker in whatever sport I'm playing. I I don't care. I can be playing pickleball. (laughs) I'm playing pickleball, ping pong, pool, Mm -hmm. uh, swimming in the pool. You like a lot of P sports, man. You all right? Like polo. Hmm? <laughs> all of them prize fighting it, it, all of them it doesn't matter I'm talking trash at all of them <laughs> but as a parent seeing my daughter and my son playing in this game and I'm seeing the opposite teams you know going off like this yeah and after the game was over in which Valley Center lost Okay, how much did they lose by? I, I don't have that information right. They were, on they me. were playing against a black school. They I'm were assuming. playing against a pretty, pretty predominant black school. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming the score might have been a little lopsided. I mean, you know, it could be a little oops upside your head. A little, little oops <laughs> upside your head, a little bit, which probably, probably came to this point at the end to sure. where they followed them out. What of the gym? Come on, man. To their locker room and was trying to rush in the locker room to the point to where the coach didn't even allow the kids to get dressed. He just said, grab your stuff and we out. So these kids are drenched in sweat. Drenched in sweat. Jerseys dripping. Yes. Getting on the bus. Getting on the bus. And this is December. Now, Kansas. You about to catch pneumonia. Kansas is, is in the Midwest. Okay, so it, what's the weather in the Midwest? You from uh, Chicago? What is yeah. it like? Well, they're kind of in the southern part, but mm-hmm. Kansas still gets snow. Now, depending on what part of Kansas, they might, you know, be feeling these effects of it. And Kansas is kind of on the border of Tennessee and all that stuff. So in Missouri, so you 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 get those those wintry effects. Okay. So they pro- it probably was cold. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, so he, he telling them, just put your coat on. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Know, I don't blame him, man, because you don't know what these people are capable of. You don't. You know what I'm saying? They in their own town. They've obviously let the, let the racial undertones go on for the whole game. Bruh. So ain't no telling. Yeah, let's get up out of here. Yeah, let's let's get on up, uh, get on up out of here. So anybody that's getting ready to travel uh, for the holidays, if you have to go through Texas, mm. do not stop down in the valley. <laughs> Drive through the valley. Drive through the valley. Drive through the valley. And I'm I'm praying for him right now because you know the Bible says that. You know, God will make the valley, he will raise the valley and lower the mountains. Yeah, he will know. make the crooked road straight. That's what the words say. So I need him to touch Valley Center right now. Touch touch them right now and bring up some black people <laughs> in their center, in their <laughs> life right now. Just everybody, let's just move to Valley Center. Everybody, everybody, every black person, every black person surrounding the area moves directly into Valley Center, Kansas, <laughs> and let them ask the question for why. <laughs> man, why for? Can we just get buckets, man? <laughs> we just want to hoop. We just want to hoop like y'all. That's all. I mean, I know we do it a little better at, a, <laughs> at an alarming rate. But it is what it is. 
Yeah, that's interesting, man. We're, yeah, we're, man. We're, speaking of hooping, you know, balling, doing things of that nature, man. Uh, a, a a great baller has been returned to us on American I'm sorry, soil. Say that again. A great American ball player. Okay, has been returned to us on U.S. soil. Okay, all right. They uh, they done with the Olympics? Nope. Oh, okay. uh, what was they at? Case was... you've been uh, behind a rock or perhaps down in the valley. Dwight Howard is back. Yep, he's been here. Okay. Perhaps you would have seen the United States make the trade of a lifetime Mm. when they acquired, reacquired, should I say, (laughs) reacquired Miss Brittany Griner. BG. B Jizzle. Uh, I I don't know who she played for. Who she played for? Somebody in the WNBA. Yeah, WNBA. Anyway, WNBA player, all-star, all that. I I think she's a mom uh, or something like it. Surrogate, yeah, whatever. Like um, yeah, she played in yeah, Oregon, man, but uh, played in Oregon. But uh, you know, she was locked up over in Russia for uh, almost a year, yeah, nine months, um, due to uh, she had some some oils that contained THC, and right. over there in Russia, they don't play that, no, nah, they don't play that. So, they you know, they tried to give her some time, which didn't really match the crime, did and um. They tried to give her nine years. Yeah, they tried to give her nine years. Well, not try. They gave her nine yeah, years. Yeah, they, so they sent her to the nine years. She was doing that time. And, um, you know, the United States was trying to get her up out of there. And uh, in order to do so, Russia said, uh, we got one man we want. One man. One man. All right, who? One man. Who you, who you want? You want Trump? One sound. <laughs> we can give you Trump. Nah, you don't want Trump. Nah, right. even though they really could give us Trump, <laughs> since he he's pretty much Russian. Yeah. Um. No, man, they wanted um a man by the name of Victor Bout. Yeah. AKA the Merchant of Death. Mm. The Doctor of Doom. The Hazard of Horror. The maniac of mayhem <laughs> himself. <laughs> Sound like a boxer. <laughs> yeah, man, that was it. So we traded him for a gay black basketball player, Timo. <laughs> so wait. So. But I'm hyped though, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. We got one of ours no. back home. No. We got one of ours back home. No. You know what I'm saying? No, send her to Kansas. <laughs> send her down in the valley. Hey, that's fine. It's still U.S. soil. Hey, man. Hey, hold hey, on. Man. There's been a lot of debate, a lot of back and forth on the trade and what went down, and there's a lot of you know viewpoints and whatever. So, what, what do you think about what went down? Uh, well, I think that. Let me let me start with this. The speech that Biden gave in the release of Brittany Griner mm-hmm. uh, made it sound like she was being waterboarded, <laughs> tortured. Uh, they were slapping her with belts. Uh, they were about to electrocute her. She was eating dirt pellets. And all kinds of stuff. But if you watch the video of her leaving the jail, she was giving hugs to other prisoners. 
She was high-fiving on her way out like she was being introduced back into the game. All kinds of stuff, man. This is this is what you saw when Brittany Griner was leaving. Mm-hmm. And and it, she walked out, looked healthy, didn't look like she was, you know, wasn't being fed or nothing. You know, she was up on current events. She already knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's my whole thing. And, and then... For us, the American administration, mm-hmm. to make the worst trade ever. Ever? Ever. I don't know about ever. What? You mean to tell me we're trading a female basketball? Now, let me let me get this straight. Let me put this out there. Mm-hmm. This is not saying that they shouldn't have done it or or anything like that. Everybody deserves their freedom. However, can we get a trade, a, a like for a like? <laughs> can we get something that's on the same page? Like, we're, we're getting back a person who plays basketball. Right, correct. And we're giving them mm-hmm. someone who has been locked up in the dungeon Yes. Of America somewhere that is undisclosed to anybody. (laughs) (laughs) And and he has a nickname called what was it again? (laughs) The Master of Disaster. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's the uh, the merchant of death. The merchant of death. Yeah. And we call Brittany Griner. BG. Be Jizzle. Huh? That's that's the trade you want to make. Hey right, man, look. If I was over there locked up, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. You could have told me you had Lucifer in handcuffs. You had the devil in handcuffs. Got the devil. <laughs> got him bound. <laughs> got him yes, got him wrapped, bound, all that. Chained up, everything. Yeah, we can do whatever you want to him. But do you want your freedom or do you want us to keep the devil? Man, you better bring me home. <laughs> you better bring me home and let the devil go. That, that's somebody else's job. That, that ain't y'all's job. <laughs> but wait a minute. There's somebody who has been in a Russian prison has been there longer than you for mm-hmm. 25 years. And he served the country as a Marine. He's been there 25 years? 20, over 20 years. So what you going to bring him home for? <laughs> He used to this. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, he probably don't even want to come. <laughs> no, that's not right. I'm sure he did want to come home too. But look, at the end of the day, Russia played this perfectly to a T. They knew what they were doing. Actually, yes. You know what I'm saying? Because the initial negotiations had basically everybody coming home, including Brittany. Yeah. For the Merchant of Death. For the Merchant of Death. Yeah. And they thought about it, and it was like, you know what would really rouse up a lot of stuff? What if we just said no and gave him the girl? <laughs> so at the last minute, you know what they did? They was like, you know what? Yeah, we're just going to give you Britney. That's it. Take it or leave it. So what do you do as you're the United States? You've already negotiated. You probably, after negotiating, you probably have already started talking to the families and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're going to bring you home. We're going to get you, blah, blah, blah. blah. What do you do? Do you do you cancel it? No, man. You go with it. You you take it what you got. Take it what you leave. Do what you gotta do. So you're saying this is a good trade. 
No, it's absolutely not a good trade. <laughs> it's a horrible trade. Absolutely. But sometimes you got to make the horrible trade. Do you? Yes. Why? I'll give you a prime example. Okay, give me a prime example. You know, there's a team by the name of the Charlotte Hornets. Yes. They were uh, they were coming up in the draft. Mm-hmm. It was the year was uh, '96, and they had a they had a center by the name of Vladi Divac. Vladi Divac, I remember yeah, this. Oh, Vladi Divac, man. The uh, Vladi Divac, uh, they needed a new home for him, so they said, you know, we gonna make some moves. We gonna, yeah, we gonna trade you. So. Mm-hmm. They ended up putting together a package deal and trading them away with the uh, uh, pick. Yeah. And that pick turned out to be the the, the late, great Kobe Bryant. Yeah, they did. I would say that is a far worse (laughs) trade than Brittany for the Merchant of Death. Look, the Merchant of Death, he he damn near 60, 70 years old. I don't know how many more people he going to try to kill or how many more arms he can trade. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, if you're that known, you're that popularized, you're that notorious of yeah. a killer worldwide, people going to have their eyes on you. It's not like they're just going to drop you off and, all right, don't 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 do that bad stuff again. See you later. No. The FBI of every single ambassador or whatever around the world, they're going to be looking at him. Not to say that he can't finagle his way around, but... There you go. He's been out the game for 13 years. You know how much stuff has changed in 13 years? We're talking 2022 and 2009. Presidents, technology. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Instagram. It's, It's not in Russia, though. (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> I'm saying so he's he's going back and they basically gonna catch him up and, and get him back square to where he was but what's to say that he hasn't learned his lesson he turns he goes and turns a new leaf does he look like he turned a new leaf he looked like he was just happy to get out just like Brittany was yeah he was he was happy to get out because he had already made some phone calls on the way out. Who wants to get out of a foreign prison? Uh-huh. This ain't like just selling a little bit of crack. No. And spending four years in American prison and getting out. This is war prison. So you're yeah. over here for 20, 30, quite possibly the rest of your life. Yeah. And they release you. Yeah. Like on a whim. Like, oh my God, they let me go? Yeah. You're going to go back to doing the same thing that got you into foreign prison? Like, come on, man. Why not? Why not? People in America do it all the time. Yeah, this is America. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you said, this is Russia. Yeah. Girl, you got to exactly. be smarter than that. But you he, be was, he was on American soil doing oh, yeah. this, and he got caught. He was doing it everywhere. Yeah. So now you're going to get back out and go straight back into doing it again, but now you've learned your lesson on how not to get caught. Well, he won't be in America. How's you gonna get here? Hey, same way the king. All right, cool. Tell me this. <laughs> Tell me this. If we are so hard on drugs in America, mm-hmm. how they keep getting in? Because <laughs> they're not as that hard as they say they are. It's, they're not that. They're not that hard. However, it's not coming from America. Oh, yeah. These are coming in from somewhere else. Those come from outside the United States. Exactly. 
So you mean to tell me with all the technology he has now, mm-hmm. Instagram and TikTok, that he's not going to be selling these arms on Instagram and TikTok? It's going to be a certain TikTok dance that you do in order to get these guns. There's <laughs> a specific sound you got to That's it. That's the TikTok sound. It's going to be trending here in a little bit. I promise you. Hashtag. Wow. <laughs> it's the dumbest trade ever, man. It is a pretty bad trade. However, if it was your daughter... And they said, hey, we got this trade on the line, Dad. We just need you to give the go-ahead. Dad? Are you there, Dad? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> okay. I'm here. Your daughter for the merchant of death. Can you I talk say... to her during Christmas? <laughs> Can I FaceTime her? You may never see her again, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. Yeah, bring her home. Yeah, I get it. Bring her home. I, I don't know how they could have made the trade any better because honestly, I was talking with someone else about this. Even if they released all the prisoners, right? It's still a bad trade. Absolutely. Either there's way there's no one we could give y'all that's <laughs> equal to that dude, right? Because <coughs> everybody that they have in Russia that's from America probably was not doing what he was doing. No, not that. They were, you know, they were actually serving the country. They were, you know, in the war zone. They were part of the military or something like that. They weren't doing what he was doing. Yeah, that's a fact, man. That's a fact. So, I, hey. Call it, man. Brittany's back, man. Brittany's back, and she's back to smoking. Brittany's back. Man, she probably smoked on the way home. <laughs> on on the play ride home. I know I would. I would have took over the, the cockpit. Let me fly this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know where we going. We going the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, oh, Look, man. man. Well, speaking of smoking. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of smoking, man, it looks like you smokers might have a new spot. Hey, man. Y'all might have a new spot. Hey, man. You know hey, saying? listen. I'm going to tell y'all this, man. There's Friends and Families Day at my church coming up, man. <laughs> I need to see all... <laughs> Lottie Dottie and everybody out here at Family and Friends oh, Day. Man. Look, man, I don't know if y'all have seen the news or not, man, but uh was it Eddie Eddie Long's Eddie Long's former church? Yes. Yeah. What's His former what? church? Jamal Bryant. Uh Pastor Jamal Bryant uh was on a recent interview and uh Woo. He was basically talking about how to how to get the young how to get the young folk back in the church. Young black men specifically. You know, specifically, that's what we need, right? Yeah. You need more young black leaders, so you need to get them in the church, get them white, get them right. Yeah. Whip them in the shape. Whip them in the shape. How you how you gonna do that? How you I'm gonna, gonna get, get them, them in back? The I'm gonna get them in the church. How you gonna get them back? <clears throat> how you gonna get them back? I'm gonna use the uh, United States uh, law. Okay. System okay. to my advantage. Uh, how okay. Now what we doing? I believe... everybody that come to church don't get a traffic ticket. <laughs> well, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> More like if you come to, if you come to church, you can get an eighth. <laughs> or half. Well, Rom- Romans eight? Or a quarter. <laughs> or a pound. I don't know how heavy you going. Oh, we talking about pound cake. Oh, they, no. They selling them church dinners afterwards. Oh, Everybody get a free dinner. Pastor Brian is talking about growing 
cultivating and moving marijuana. Yeah. In the church. In the church. In the church. Because it will bring back the young black man. Because you can go and grow and cultivate right here, right in the house of God. What better place or go. better area or better sanctified junction yeah. than to grow my harvest in the place where the, the most bountiful, <laughs> the most beautiful, the most benevolent plants and creatures have ever been created? Right here in the house. Hey man, hey. This... I I don't see an issue with it. I say grow, brother, grow. I say grow right there. Grow at the altar. When Please you go, grow it at the altar. when you go to the altar and you get on your knees, hey, grab that little uh, bucket over there and water that plant while you're down there. Yeah. <laughs> say a prayer. Water the seed. Yeah. You reap what you sow. Yeah, you reap what you sow. Yeah. I don't have no issue with it, man. I don't know. What, what do you, What do you think? Well. I can see where Pastor Jamal Bryan is going. Okay. He said that he wants to teach them mm-hmm. now that it's legal to grow it. Yeah. And uh, the weed industry, the marijuana industry is blowing up. Booming. And he wants to teach them how to farm and sell their weed. Yeah. It's important. It's important, especially on American soil. You, you can't do it in Russia. <laughs> Apparently, you can do it if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah that's true. You, you you can do it in the bluegrass state, but just uh, not down in the valley. No, not down in the valley, buddy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that, man. I don't. I don't think. I don't think a lot of a lot of you know churchgoers would. Would go in the same way or or leave the same way they came in. Well, see, it, it, you got to have a system. Okay, you, you definitely have, have to have. How does that system work, though? Now, now, because I am a grower and cultivator of marijuana, does not mean I just want you around high all the time. You know what I'm saying? You can come and gather your crops. Okay, and you know, get the word. Okay. And then go home and roll up. That I have no problem with that. But while you're here, while you're here, let's learn how to how to how to grow, how to harvest. You know what I'm saying? How to be uh, fruitful with my people. Yeah. All you know right. what I'm saying? And all right. Yeah. Take it all, yeah. I, man. I don't have an issue with it. I Teach them how to be a business person. You, you got to. Yeah. You got to. Well, I don't know about the business part. What you mean? Now you talking about selling? I'm just trying to tell them, I'm trying to show them how to cultivate and grow their own. Okay. Now if you want to go in, into numbers and math and selling and no, that's a whole other class. I mean, that's what he was talking about. You gonna do that outside? <laughs> you do that outside because you know I got the price. I got the best prices in town. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't have y'all young bucks up here undercutting me, in the, especially in the church. Hey, that's what it's gonna come down hey, to, though. We ain't gonna have that. That's what it's gonna come down to. I I can tell you this. That parking lot gonna be packed after church. Hey, it's the church parking lot, man. You know what I'm saying? That's where it's supposed to be. Where it is, it ain't what you think. That, that is true because it's gonna be what 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 you think this is worth. What you, what you think? No, it ain't. No, it ain't worth that. No, no, that's a little bit man, much. Look, man, the glorified strain has got to be probably the most. Sought after weed ever. Does it? What? T- 
tell somebody this weed, this weed was grown in the house of the Lord. You can't get no higher than that. You, you can't. It's impossible. No, it's not. You can be dead. <laughs> yeah, you can be dead, but you ain't going to die off this weed. I, I promise you that. We're still waiting on the case. Still waiting on the case. 2023, weed is still going strong. No ODs, no accidental deaths. That is true. That is true. I, my thing is, I wonder what scriptures he's using to back this up. It's funny you ask that. I got, <laughs> I got one for you. You got one for me. I got one for oh, you. Oh boy. You know, I got some for you too. I've been checking them out. <laughs> <laughs> I got this one. This, I got it in, in Genesis. As soon as the book starts off. Okay. God planted a garden eating in the east. Yeah. Like a gardener, God cultivated it and walked in it. So this is this is God being described either explicitly as a gardener. Right. Now, if you know, like I know, if you got a garden that you can grow and physically walk in it, it means that it's actually there. Right. And I don't know what other kind of plant that a God would want to create other than one that would be enjoyed by humans right. to be lifted up and enjoyed and, and, and like... To, to, to match his spirit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Get like me. Get, get like get, the Lord. Get like me. Get I, I'm up here. I'm a- Come on up. Come. Raise on up. You know what I'm saying? That's how I imagine it to be. I don't know, man. What what, what scripture you got? I wonder if he used Isaiah 6 and 1. Okay. It says, It was in the year the king Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. Say that again. It was in the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. Okay. Here's here's what it says. It says, he was sitting on the throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. Oh, wow. What was in his robe that filled the temple? Oh, no. That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. But I, I got another scripture for you. Okay. Deuteronomy 28.8. <laughs> and it reads, The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. <laughs> and in all that shall set us thine hand unto. Huh? And the Lord shall bless thee land which the Lord hath given thee. So he gonna give you land, give you space for storehouses. That's I know a grow house when I see one. <laughs> I know what it sounds like. So look, man, I, I think weed has been in the Bible for a long time, and we've been trying to pass over it, but it is what it is. We found it. We found it, and we're here to conquer it, and we're here to sell it. That's what no it is. I got no problem with it. I got no problem. Hey, man, if y'all could get into... I, I'm pretty sure Jamal Bryant's church attendance has... <laughs> skyrocketed. Sky. Rocking. He ain't even started selling it yet, has it? No. They ain't even started growing yet. They, they talking started, about it. Ain't even started doing it. He just started talking about it. Hey, we, 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 where, you, where you going, man? You will never go nowhere on Sunday, man. <laughs> uh, I'm going down to the church. You, you know, <laughs> got to fix my ways. Got to get right with God. <laughs> what you, 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 you getting street clothes, though. Yeah, you know. Come as you are. Pastor said, come as you are. Come as you are. But you got a blunt in your hand. <laughs> Coming as I am. <laughs> but this blood ain't for me. 
Yeah, it ain't for me. I got to let them know I know what I'm doing. It's for Deacon Johnson. <laughs> he sold me this last week. I want to let them know that it's growing and it's prosperous. It's prosperous. In my spirit. <laughs> Heavy in my spirit. Well, look, man, marijuana is taking over. It's taking over the the, the medical industry. It's taking over in, in a, a lot of facets, man. It, yeah, it is. It kind of is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Either get with it or or, or don't get with it. Yeah, it's a movement. Yeah, it is it's a movement. movement. And these the young people have started it, and I don't think it's gonna be finished anytime soon. Yeah, man. I mean, young people are taking over. Mm-hmm. It's it's their time. The young people are taking over, man. And and that that brings us to a successful story. Okay, successful story of a young man out of Earl. Arkansas. Oh, yeah. You know you're bound for no success when you come from a town that the city is named after a name, a first name. Earl? <laughs> Earl Tech? Like, Earl. has anything come out of, like, Henry, Missouri? <laughs> Sarah, Nebraska? <laughs> nope. <laughs> if you live in a city with a first name... You ain't gonna be nothing when you grow up, man. Just go on, <laughs> go on, join the factory and be like daddy, and come home, with the, come home with the black soot. My granddaddy built this town. <laughs> he did, he did. <laughs> Timothy, Louisiana. You so stupid, man. <laughs> well, congratulations to Jalen Smith. Okay, Jalen, what, what, what? Who's Jalen? Jalen Smith is an eighteen-year-old man. That's a boy, it, but okay. He's a man now. He's a man in the United States eyes, but eighteen yeah. is still a boy. I know eighteen. I was, I was a boy. I thought yeah. I was a man. I thought I was too. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was too. But yeah, he is this eighteen-year-old who is now the youngest black mayor in the United States after the residents of Arkansas, Earl Arkansas, elected him mayor. He's the youngest black mayor. He got to be the youngest mayor, period. Youngest mayor, period, in 18? the United States of America. And he's black. And he's black. <clears throat> the youngest man, the youngest black man That's dope. to be mayor of a town in the United States of America. That's really dope. I 18 like that, man. years old. Man. Could you imagine could you imagine graduating high school in June? Yeah. And then six months later. Mayor of the town? You're the mayor of the town you just graduated from. Oh. I am, if I am the mayor. Yeah. Oh, I am putting all them fools that talked about me behind bars. <laughs> oh, just, man. You just locking random people up? Locking random people up for, <laughs> for what? Why not? <laughs> Hey, remember that time you missed the game-winning shot and we could have went to state? Yeah. Come with me, please. <laughs> he going back to high school with yeah, yeah. I mean, he just got out. He ain't going back. Yeah, true. He's still there. <laughs> hey, remember I was going to take, uh, take, take Chastity to the prom, but you asked her before me, even though you knew I was going to ask her. Mm-hmm. Come with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He can lock up all his enemies. He can get rid of all his early problems. Everybody. Real quick. Everybody. 
18. Man. 18. Like, what What kind of decisions? What yeah. kind of... You can't even drink. You can't even have the celebratory champagne when you won. You can't smoke. You can't do anything. You can't do... You can't do nothing. Like... Wait, you can't smoke till you're 21 now? Yeah. Damn. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, now, what... You're gonna be stressed out quick. Uh. <laughs> He can't do anything? Hey, my man gonna be great by the time oh, he's 24. God. Yo, hide the pills. <laughs> hide the pills. You can't drink, he gonna get smoke. He gonna get something. Hey, Brittany Grinder, stay out of Arkansas. <laughs> oh, my man. man, 18 and is the mayor. I don't I don't think I I know for a fact that at 18 I was trying to make grown-up decisions. Yeah. And I messed them all up. Me too. Me too. And you are electing this man to run the whole town? Yeah. Even even a small town still. You are responsible for what? You said three hundred something people? You you are responsible. Let let's see how many people are in Earl, Arkansas. Earl, Arkansas. Earl, Arkansas. It, it, this is crazy, man. It sounds like it sounds like one of them couple hundred couple hundred. You think so? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Earl, Arkansas. Let's see. City population. Population. <laughs> What's wrong? Twenty twenty one census says the population is one thousand seven hundred eighty five. Mm, he got half the votes from his family. He had the votes from his his school. His alma <laughs> mater. His alma mater. <laughs> yes, his oh. man has. 1,700 people to look after. Hey, man. Well, he's on his way, man. That's dope. He got into politics early. He did. You know what I'm saying? So he maybe did. he can be president by 25. You got to be 25, right? Uh, man, he... No, nah, he still... He still got some time to go because he, he got to get a degree. Oh, this man going to be going to college. Oh, he going to be real stressed out. Yeah. He going to be... Well, nah, well, maybe not. If, if he goes to a school close by... How you you gonna fail the mayor? Not gonna fail the mayor. You go you gonna fail? But do you the really mayor? have time to go to school and be a mayor? You're serving seventeen hundred people. You don't got time. Yeah, you do. You gonna speak to everybody on your way to to the to downtown? You gonna speak to everybody? Yeah, but when do you have time to like study and go to class and? Still be a mayor? Uh, when you leave the office, <laughs> or while you're at the office, who gonna stop you? I guess nobody, man. Who gonna stop? Hey, hey, excuse me, uh, Mr. Smith, uh, Mayor, Your Honor, uh, Smith. Oh, wow, uh, Honorable Smith. You know what uh, to call? What do you call the mayor? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's a pothole over here. We got to get it fixed, but we got to go through the budget first. Yeah. Uh, can we, we, we got a budget meeting set up. I got class. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll talk to you after, uh, you know, calculus. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think you can do that, man. I don't, I don't know how that works, but I'm just, I'm just happy for a young brother to get a position like that, man. I think yeah, that's, man. that's dope. I'm I'm excited to see where he goes from here. If he goes to the Senate, goes to Congress, you know, do do something. Keep going, brother. Keep going, Jalen. That's a fact, man. Keep yeah. going, Jalen. Just, just stay out of Kansas. Man, bro. If I was mayor, 
already know a, a list of things that I would do. Oh, God. What you a do? A list of things. First thing I would do, though, I'm going to the church. You... <laughs> Going to the church, I'm 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 gonna provide the seeds. I'm gonna let y'all know there's this new program. We're gonna be cultivating marijuana at every church at every level. I don't care if you're, uh, I don't care what denomination, I don't even care what religion you are. Every we're gonna have weed in the mosques. We're gonna have weed at the uh, where did the Jewish people go? Where they go? Uh. Uh, they, yeah, to the temple. I, yeah, yeah, just say whatever. The temple. The temple yeah, we're gonna go there. We're gonna have it down on 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 the, on the uh, you know on the carpet when y'all get down and yeah. kneel and you gotta go to the east. Yeah, where whatever direction you want to pray to, <laughs> there's gonna be a there's gonna be a nice little uh, weed stem swaying your way. Yeah, man, I'm gonna need you to water that. So you're you gonna down kneel there. down and bow down yeah. and then come back up blowing smoke out. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say your prayers right because you exhale. You say, <sighs> Yo, I used to always wonder what was that? What's that stuff they 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 uh you know they they be blowing when you going down the um when you when you in the um the Catholic churches, you know, and they they're doing their That's little incense. Gregorian chants. That's and they and then they start they have the little ball and they put the little powder in there and then they yeah. start wafting That's, it all over. That's incense. Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> Are you sure? A Catholic church may be ahead of us. That's what I'm saying, man. Remember, it might have been ahead of their time. Catholics been doing it. They've been doing it. Makes sense. Hey, man. Hey, we want to thank y'all for coming out to the Church Parking Lot Podcast. Where it is. And it ain't. What you think. Hey, man, this has been uh, Season 11, Episode 8. <laughs> Most high. <laughs> there you go. The most high, man. We want to thank y'all for coming out. Hey, make sure y'all go to our website, churchparkinglotpodcast.com. Make sure you go check us out. Uh, get your merch on uh, shopnewclothes.com where you can get your Church Park Live podcast uh, apparel and yeah. your Shop New Clothes apparel. Go check us out, man. Get all the apparel that you want. And Christmas is coming up. They make great gifts. Yeah. T-shirts, sweatshirts, socks. We got it all for you, man. Hey, until next week on our season finale for uh, episode nine, this is your boy, Jay Jamal. It's B. Allen. Hey, we'll catch y'all next week. Peace.